the motherfucking BNS pod podcast. <laughs> oh, he actually addressed it. Yeah, he just looked around. Welcome right. back. Yes, welcome back. It's uh, episode 14, Brittany and Chin Show. Yeah. Chair, extra squeaky. Yeah. Can't promise it'll be gone by the next one, but I will try. All right. I'll at least give some effort. Uh, uh, it is almost 1030 where we're at. So, um, we're going to try and keep it short, (laughs) right? Try. You, you have more to talk about this. We always try. And yeah, this is all news. Oof. Okay. So we'll just get right into it. Um, want to feel old? You always feel old. I do always feel old. (laughs) Especially right now. (laughs) I hope we don't have the same one. Uh, I have three. I have four. Wow. Wow. All right. Um, the seven, the movie seven. Yeah. Uh, what what's in the box? That one. What's in the box? Turned uh, twenty six. Hmm. Uh, didn't realize it was that. No, I only old. saw it probably two years ago. Ah, <sighs> so good. It is. It was. Yeah. Fantastic. Maybe movie. more than two years ago, but it's yeah, it was very very good. A while ago. It's like depressing though. Yeah. Can't watch it often. Young Brad Pitt. Chef's yeah. kiss. And that um, real, <laughs> then that real life horrible person Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Uh, um, wasn't alive for this barely, but uh, Nirvana's Nevermind turned thirty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't alive for this barely. <laughs> like by a couple months. <laughs> and then uh, my last one. Uh, twenty years ago, uh, one New York Jets player, Mo Lewis, took out quarterback Drew Bledsoe on the New England Patriots, hence unleashing the current. <laughs> predicament of tom brady off the bench you can thank the jets for that wow yeah <laughs> oh my god we unleashed him onto the world i'm a, I'm a jets fan in case you guys <laughs> didn't realize that i am miserable um do you want to feel old yes <laughs> good charlotte's first no. album self-titled Wait. album oh uh, okay it's got like the little ribbon on the front. With I don't think words. I've ever listened to that one. Yes, you have. I don't think so. Anyway, go on. How old is it? 21. That album is old enough to drink. Christ. September 26, 2000. That's when it came out. So yeah, it, it, I literally almost just said it's not 21 years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah it's 21 years yes, ago. <laughs> it is. Also, uh, this one's for Jessica. Shout out to you. The song... Thanks for coming to the show the other day, Jessica. Yeah. And your sister, I forget her name. Rachel. Yes, that one. <laughs> the song Here in Your Arms by Hello Goodbye is uh, 16 years old. Came out in 2005. It's a grandmother. <laughs> uh, that was... We were list, like, I'll talk about it later, but we were somewhere and it came on <laughs> and we were like... The only people in the room, I feel, that knew it. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Huh? (laughs) I've never heard of this. You have. You just might not know it by the name. Anyway. Okay. uh, um, The Night Circus. The book? Yes. (laughs) Is there a movie? Or is it just a book, right? It's just a book. Uh, The film rights were sold, like, right after the book. What am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking of um, Water for Elephants. Oh, that's so good. Circus. Such a good book, yeah. Um, but not similar at all. <laughs> the Night Circus by Aaron Morgenstern is like one of my favorite books ever. I've read it probably 10 times. Um, that turned 10 years old. Wow. A couple weeks ago. I've never read anything 10 times. I, it just. Other than the comic book. It's like. Or not a graphic novel thing. It's like a comfort book. Like I just read it in between other things or like I just like pick it up and read it. Okay, okay. I don't know. I love it so much. <laughs> um, also, this is a big one. Oh, boy. The Princess Bride. Oh, shit. Turned 34 years old yesterday. Not as old as I thought it was. And Carrie Ellis? 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 Uh, I never know oh, how to yeah. say it. It's E-L-W-E-S. He posted like a throwback photo and said... As you wish. Love, Wesley. <laughs> I love 
love that movie. Yeah, so like pretty fantastic. So much. Right, um, speaking of fantastic, nice little segue into the news. Um, we got the title and the release date for Fantastic Beasts three. Yes, we did. Yeah, the uh, title Secrets uh, of Dumbledore. Which um, what is his secret? Is it when he? <laughs> I'm stealing this from another podcast, but like when he stopped dressing like a regular person and started dressing like a wizard, like <laughs> wearing actual robes. <laughs> Because we're getting close to the yeah. time period there. So wasn't there a flashback in like, um, what's the one with the Horcruxes? All of them? No, no. I mean like when um, like Harry and Dumbledore like gather them up and like destroy them. That's Half-Blood Prince, right? I think so. Yeah, because he, yeah. he did the one, he dies at the end. Oh, spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> um, but doesn't he like go back in time or like in like a vision to like see young Voldemort and we see yeah. like a younger Dumbledore? Yes. And he's dressed normal in that vision. Yes. So there is a key point in time where he just starts dressing like very fabulously. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. Uh, yeah, it comes fabulously. out um, April 15th, 2022. Yes. Um, Mads Mikkelsen playing Grindelwald. Should be cool. Do you know who Mads Mikkelsen is? Nah. Yeah, you do. Hannibal from the TV show okay. Hannibal. Yeah, I do. Okay. He's a Rogue One. Who, name, who names their child Mads? I don't know. Um, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. Hathor Bjornsson, otherwise okay. known as The Mountain from Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, debuted at his first professional boxing match uh, last week and just absolutely destroyed the guy. Oh, good. Good for him. Yeah. Um, the guy is a literal mountain. I had never seen him outside of the show. He's just, he's gigantic. Yeah, he's massive. He's like a mutant. He's like <laughs> fucking Colossus or something like that. I, that was scary, scary human. I actually don't have a whole hell of a lot. Oh, all right. You want me to go? <laughs> uh, actually, hold on. I don't know why I put this in. It's not really news. I just kind of like, I, um, it was like a world star thing. And uh, I just thought it was interesting. Well, the, the headline, it just caught my attention. Two Mississippi men take vehicle with, quote, free car signed for a spin. Later find a body in the trunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? So, um, officials said the two joyriders made the gruesome discovery after they spotted an abandoned car along a road in Birham, a city roughly 10 miles south of Jackson. The men told deputies the vehicle had a sign that said free car and the keys were inside. Would you take that bait? No. <laughs> like, how dumb do you have to be? <laughs> There's nothing suspicious about that. No, all. Not, <laughs> Free not <car>. at all. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. <laughs> Free um, car. Um, I got a, a decent amount of stuff here. So as of like today, I'm assuming um, Ronda Rousey just had a baby. Yes. 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 Congrats. Uh, Lost Boys reboot is happening. Why? Why not? Why? <laughs> they're just noodles. Are there only noodles? I don't know. Something like that. Movie's not uh, good. Starring. <laughs> Get over yourself. It's a great movie. <laughs> uh, uh, the reboot will be starring Noah Jupe, who's the kid from The Quiet Place. I think he's the kid. Which kid? The boy. Oh, okay. Noah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. So wait, how uh, old is he though? He's like. I have no idea. Like fifteen. And Jaden Martell, who plays Bill Denborough in it, the remake of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're like going like young kids. They are young kids. No, no I'm saying they're going like well, because in the original one, the Frog Brothers. Yeah, well, in the original Lost Boys, I mean, they might be playing, and much like the Ben Platt thing, they're supposed to be like, oh what, like God. 17, 18, but they're like 40. <laughs> no, the the Frog Brothers and the, the younger brother in that movie are young kids. It doesn't say who they're playing yet. Oh, okay. That's true. That's good or I don't even know if it's is a remake or like just a... Actually, they they're probably going to do that. Yeah, they're probably going to do that like call it the same thing like halloween call it the same thing as the old one but it's really like a sequel to it yeah because i also read today that it's probably not going to take place in santa cruz which is like the vampire capital of the world it's like in in the movie or the real in, in real the life movie. Yeah. i don't know probably in real life too we don't know um britney spears 
documentary is coming out on, I think, it, Netflix. It's out. No, that's not what you were talking about earlier. Oh, uh, is it a different, different thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe Netflix is making it, and I, I, I could be wrong. It might not be Netflix, but her it's not authorized by Britney Spears, and her fiancé commented on one of the posts like about it saying, glad you guys can make all this money off of her. Like, I hope that this goes towards the free Britney movement or something like that. So it's mm. definitely not... um. Not cool. Not cool. And this sounds horrible, but I'm probably going to watch it. But, yeah. Like I said about the other one, though, I mean, I th- while it doesn't have her endorsement and she's not making any money off of it, like, yeah, there's a shitty side to that. But then the first thing I said was, well, you had pointed out that she doesn't endorse it. And I said, well, okay, well, so this is a completely objective view of the entire situation, which I think is important in something like this. Yeah. You know, because like a... Not everybody's hands are clean in a lot of situations. Not saying anything. Not saying that Britney's hands are dirty in this at all. I just you, you know. are really making yourself out to look like not a good person <laughs> in the last few weeks. What? Last week you were talking about the law with this Brian Laundrie guy. Oh uh, yeah, because um we live in a place where we have laws. Yeah, I get that. And a court system. And the, laws the court. Say okay, that so you shouldn't murder people. Okay, yeah. So and then there's also a thing in the fucking law that says innocent until proven guilty by a court. <laughs> okay, I don't care. The court of public opinion. Yeah, I, I don't care. Yeah, you fucking witch hunt type. <laughs> no, come on. Okay, I get it. The court of public public opinion is one thing, but as far as legalities go, <sighs> nothing's proven yet. I'm sorry, I don't make the fucking rules. I just think them up and write them down. You just what? Pick them up and put them down? Yeah, yes, that's what I said. What did you say? I just think them up and write them down. Oh. Please hold. Probably just rubbed a tiger bomb in my eye. Probably. Speaking of tigers. I had this on my list too. Tiger King 2 is happening. It's back, baby. <laughs> Why? Why is this a thing? Society is just... <laughs> Falling De- apart. Deteriorated <laughs> to the point where we need more from these fucking people. Um, the Conjuring house is for sale for uh, one. So wait, is it the the Heron's house, like the original Heron's yes. house? Okay. Yeah, not the house that they used in the movie, like the actual house. Okay. It says um, the Conjuring house for sale, one point two million dollars includes spirits. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's a thing. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Mario? Mario? Mario. It's me, Mario. Movie is happening with uh, Chris Pratt playing Mario. Uh, Yeah. Uh, and who's Luigi? Charlie Day? Yeah, Charlie Day. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong? Yes. Very excited. I'm, I'm excited about that one. I'm sure. And like Jack Black? Yeah. Uh, they picked a lot of big names for it where I feel like you probably could have just gotten better voice actors but maybe you need at least like one famous person i guess to kind of build a movie but i don't know i feel like chris pratt playing mario is a little weird he's just going to be doing an impersonation of the original mario the entire time i feel like but like in another podcast that i listened to today mario doesn't really talk that much no, that's he goes. True. It's well, me, Mario. But no one really talks a whole lot in the games. But you're gonna have to make them talk if you're making a feature-length movie about them. Yeah. And, and I'm saying all this like I'm actually gonna go see the movie. I'm probably yeah, not gonna no, go see that. Yeah, no, we're probably not gonna see. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> um, a few days ago, Tom Felton, um, collapsed. Harry, Harry Potter star. Potter. Draco Malfoy. Uh, yeah, he collapsed on a golf course at the Ryder Cup. He was like in the hospital too, right? Like it was yeah. something legit. Yeah. No, they didn't like say what it was. Too many beers on the course. Um, uh, probably. <laughs> he seems like a a party boy. Um, Slytherin, I, am I right? I'm a Slytherin. You would be. Did you ever take the Pottermore test? Uh, yeah, I was a Gryffindor. I've taken it multiple times, and Get every time, fucked. <laughs> every time I'm a Slytherin. Oops. Um, anyway, so he posted a You're video. Named after a man who's in Slytherin. What? What does he say at the end of fucking the last Harry Potter movie? It's like, what if I go into Slytherin? It's like, you're like Albus Severus Potter. You're named after yeah. two people. He was a Slytherin. Whatever. 
just trying to be sweet. So yeah, he posted a video on Instagram just like thanking his fans for the like well wishes and support and stuff. And he said, I'm officially on the mend. And then he just like sang a little song because he plays guitar. Oh. Yeah. Cool. That's good. He's doing better. Yeah. Um, Machine Gun Kelly allegedly punched a fan yesterday. I bet. <laughs> but then supposedly it didn't happen. He's saying it didn't happen, but there's a video of it. So. Yeah. And he's also getting chewed out by the metal community with good reason because he called out. He played some festival a couple weeks ago. and um. Yeah, that's when this happened. No, no. Um, him punching a fan was at a festival, but not where this whole thing with the metal community started. Um, this is like two weeks ago. He said, uh, I'm so happy I'm here. I'm not some fucking angry 50 year old dude in a stupid fucking mask calling oh. out, calling out Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Yep. And you don't, you don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but apparently there's like a whole drama that, um, they reached out to Corey Taylor to be on the, um, tickets to my downfall. That's the name of the album. Yes. I think so. Um, they wrote a verse for Which, him. That album just turned a year old also. Oh, shit. Uh, I finally broke out of my addiction to that. Too, oh, yeah. By the way. Okay. <laughs> no, sure but, um, they, <laughs> they wrote a verse for Corey Taylor and he got it. And like he sent the receipts, like the emails back and forth. And he was saying like, okay, he, as respectfully and professionally as he could, he's like, let's see. He's like, I, I wish you all the best luck with it. Like, it sounds great. This, I just don't think that I'm the guy for this particular song. And that was it. But apparently Machine Gun Kelly has a case of the ass about it and started oh, his yeah. whole beef. That's how he is about everything. So, um, yeah, he said his thing about Corey Taylor and now the, the whole metal community is just, <laughs> just going after Machine Gun Kelly, which oh. is pretty funny. I was unaware of that. Yeah, good stuff. Um, do you have anything We're else? going to see Slipknot, by the way. Yeah, I was going to get to that. <laughs> well, we're we're going uh, for we're going for kill switch, but I, I've never seen Slipknot before, and you're terrified. I'm of a little them, so. scared. <laughs> I don't do uh, like it's weird because I love Halloween so much, but I don't like when people wear masks. Well, have you seen the new masks? No, I'm cool without that because they change them up like you know every album cycle. So hold on. I don't like mascots either. I don't like people dressed up. That is nightmare fuel. <laughs> the last one was like a cut in half, like gallon of milk jug or something. So this is a big improvement. That's terrifying. You didn't see the last one either. That that was from the last album. It literally looks like it's a like milk Michael jug. Jackson. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty Hold accurate. It far away from your eyes. Yeah, a little bit. Looks <laughs> like Michael Jackson. Anyway. I have some more stuff, but you can go. Okay. Um, so hold on. I got to pull up the picture here because there's a lot of um, whatever. So the I-A-T-S-E, or other, I don't know what the actual um, you know, their actual name is, but it's the union. They call themselves the union behind entertainment. They represent a lot of um, like crew and editors and a lot of people that uh, work in Hollywood. The, like a lot yes. of people that are involved in production and post-production. Um. They filed, or at least like the head of this union filed to not engage in a strike, but to be able to have the option of engaging in a strike mm -hmm. with um, whatever various producers and film companies they're working with because they're claiming that they're underpaid. And oh, hold on, I have the actual um the thing from the union right here. Throughout the bargaining process, the AMPTP and um that's basically just another organization that they're going against here. Uh, has failed to work with us on addressing the most grievous problems in their workplaces, including excessively unsafe and harmful working hours, unlivable wages for the lowest paid crafts, consistent failure to provide reasonable rest during meal breaks between work days and on weekends. Workers on certain, quote, new media and, quote, streaming projects get paid less, even on productions with budgets that rival or exceed those of traditionally released blockbusters. So basically, like, these lower end jobs not lower end jobs but like you know these production involved jobs they're just getting yeah. fucked out of a bunch of money yeah and working extremely long hours and under like covid conditions too it's like especially stressful um but these people are working for like 18 hours a day sometimes and getting like a 35 minute meal break and shit like it's yeah that's not cool so if like i like i said they're just filing to have the option of going on strike but if they do in fact go on strike Every single American 
film and TV production involved with this union, which is basically all of them. Yeah. Halts. Every single one of them. Even ones going on overseas. So, like, the Batman is filming in, or well, no, that's done. The Flash is filming in London. <laughs> Flash halts. Anything filming yeah, just yeah. stops, which is very bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, economically, that's very bad. There's a lot of fucking money in the film industry. So uh, just, a, just a little. Yeah, just a little bit. So um, that's uh, it's ongoing. That was from, um, I want to say, like, five or six days ago. I, I read about that, but... um. Yeah, nothing happened since, but it's a uh, could be quite intense if it happens. <laughs> Moving on, another thing in the boxing world: uh, Caleb Plant and Canelo Alvarez are fighting uh, next month, I believe. Oh no, uh, what when is that? Shit, I thought it was like January or something. No, you know who is fighting? November sixth weekend. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder are fighting this weekend. Yeah, so um. Caleb Plant and Canelo had their first face-off at, like, one of the uh, the press junkets. Yeah. Um, there were some words back and forth. They were talking. Apparently, Caleb Plant mentioned Canelo's mother. <laughs> oh, my God. And hands were thrown. Um, Caleb left, like, a cut under his eye. But awesome head move. If you look up the video, like, they're face-to-face, and, like, Caleb goes, like, he throws, like, a little left-hook slap, and Canelo's just, like... <laughs> it goes right by him. It's like, fuck yeah, Canelo. <laughs> he's quick, because he's, he's very, tiny. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got like he's like a little he, man. He's like a very intimidating like look to him. But like until seeing, he opens his mouth, until he speaks, like, he's, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah, but then when <laughs> that, he that sm- even when he smiles, like he look like when he opens his mouth to smile, he Good looks like boy. a little kid. Yeah, little it's boy. weird. Well, that's why he started boxing though, because like he used to get bullied for shit like that. So he started oh. boxing and beating the shit out of literally he, like, everybody. He just got married, and in his wedding pictures, I'm like, literally looks like a child. <laughs> Sad. He's cute. I don't like redheaded men. Sorry. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I meant because I'm redheaded. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should, but I'm not. I'm not a fan. Birds of a flight. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that up. All right. Um, you want to try again? Birds of a feather. <laughs> So I, I think I got brain damage laughing myself to death fucking last week reading the Olive Garden thing. Uh, you want to read all like, the things? Completely. If I sound like I'm half asleep, it's because I'm she is. literally laying down <laughs> recording right now. I'm tired. So after last week, uh, we had some sad stuff at the end of the episode. Um, just a little update on the Gabby Petito case. The body was 100% confirmed to be her. Mm-hmm. It was ruled a homicide, but they didn't state cause of death, like how. Um, his parents were taken into custody. Their home was declared a crime scene. Um, he has still not been found. Uh, but don't worry, y'all, because Dog the Bounty Hunter's on the case. I put that on my list. Why? <laughs> I have no idea. So... I just read an article because I just looked it up before when I was writing down my notes. He found a campsite in Florida that he Dogged? thinks was is connected somehow. Yeah. So maybe he thought... I am the dog. Maybe he thinks Brian Laundry. Maybe he thinks he was staying there or something. I think this is... And I'm just speculating. I, I, it just seems like he's just trying to work himself into the limelight of the situation. Yeah, probably. Cause but can you imagine? Let's say out of the uh, picture for a while. All seriousness aside, though, can you imagine just like be, being like involved in this case, like being like one of the parents or friends of Bl- Brian Laundry, and it's like your door rings and it's fucking Dog the Bounty Hunter, hair and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to imagine that. So what's up? Go with Christ, bro. <laughs> Here to help um, out. The parents are denying having any involvement on their son's disappearance, which, like, Mm -hmm. duh. But also, everybody on the earth thinks that you helped him, so... When the court collects evidence proving them wrong, then you're going to be satisfied. Okay. (laughs) Until that happens, I'm still going to believe this. And um, there was a memorial for her the other day, and, like, hundreds of people came out. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, something else. So I found out after um, 
Well, actually, after last week's episode, I was listening to another podcast where they talked about 9-11, and I did not know this. So, apparently, at... Oh, I don't know. I tried to look it up before we started this, but I can't remember. Um, the New York City like medical examiner office or something along those lines. They have been sifting through debris and rubble from the Twin Towers ever since 9-11. And this was um, stated by Dr. Barbara A. Sampson, chief medical examiner, examiner of the city of New York, said... 20 years ago, we made a promise to the families of the World Trade Center victims to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes to identify their loved ones. And with these two new identifications, we continue to fulfill that sacred obligation. So, if you heard that, um, just like two months ago, they identified two more bodies from doing this. I mean, the technology has advanced greatly, and I was reading... An article about how they do it and basically they take like they can get dna off a bone fragment that's the size of a tic tac yeah that was the uh the example that even they just gave. like identifying a bone fragment that small yeah amongst rubble from right right two gigantic so buildings and everything like, in they them. have like a sifter machine thing that, so they've been sifting shit yeah for 20 wondering, years so then i also read that the, these two were the first people identified since 2019, um, but also COVID halted yeah. that process a lot. So they basically said in the last couple of years, there's been like one every year, but there's been two so far this year. So I just thought that was yeah, I mean, as much I, like, I don't want to say it's cool, but be, the technology is cool to be able to do that. Yeah. And I think it's nice that like some people still, even though it's, I'm sure they assume because they've never seen, they haven't seen their family member since 9-11. Um, I'm sure they assume that they have died, but it's nice for people to get closure. Yeah. So they are, everything I've read, they have said, we will not stop until every single body is identified. Like, which is crazy, yeah. but it's very like. It's very good of them. Yeah. That's pretty fucking noble <laughs> it's i was gonna use that as my gs this week i probably should have but i that's not the order that i wrote it down in so <laughs> jennifer garner uh taught her kids how to pump gas so oh what, what a horrible woman yep <laughs> uh shang chi was the highest grossing film of this year at 196 million dollars so far did you have that on your no, list? No, no. Um, Paul- I specifically did not write down a bunch of stuff because we've been doing just so much news lately. Paul Holes has a memoir coming out April 26th, 2022. What is it called, Holes? It's called Unmasked, My Life Solving America's Cold Cases. Um, if you don't know who Paul Holes is, you should. He's a detective. He worked on the kidnapping of jc duggard the Lacey P- peterson murder the zodiac killer and the golden state killer like huh. caught the golden state killer oh so yeah he's a pretty okay. cool pretty okay. cool guy so i'm very excited to read that cool cool <laughs> that's um that's all my news i think um Many Saints of Newark comes out on Friday. We'll be going to see that. Also, like two episodes ago, I talked about watching all of the old Super Bowl halftime shows. And I meant to say this last week, but I watched the first couple or what I could find of them. They're very, like the very, very old ones are like grainy and, um, yeah. but I still watched them. It's mostly marching bands. There's not like a lot of, uh, Nothing crazy happening. But they were... The first five were marching bands. Uh, One was a tribute to America. One was a tribute to Mardi Gras. And it was basically just like people standing on the field. 
Okay. And there was another, like, I mean, not. Yeah, they didn't really start doing, like, entertainment, like, like, yeah. like big no, names it was, and stuff it was like later a, on. Um, oh, my God. What's her name? There was a couple, like, the, like, it would be a marching band, and then, like, somebody came out and sang a couple songs. Yeah. But it's, they're hard to watch, because it's very hard. It's so old, yeah. It's really hard to, like, make out what's happening. So, um, yeah, I watched the first seven i think i remember I, I brought it up on here um a couple episodes back when we were talking about it actually this probably the same time um there's that watch mojo list with like the 20 yeah. most cringiest ones there's some real real bad ones i know so i'm i won't make you watch those ones but the once we get to like true craziness okay that's when you'll start watching them with me i guess <laughs> all right uh let's see i don't you took a, you took some of the you took some of the thunder from under my wings, I combined two sayings just then. From under your wings? <laughs> it's the wind from out of my sails. All right, um, Wait, what is the thunder? Uh, stole my thunder. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so um, they have an Injustice animated film coming out. DC, Injustice. Okay, like the, yeah, I, kn- I knew. Um, well, maybe they do not. The listeners do not. If you haven't read the comics or played the games, it's like an alternate reality where Superman goes bad and... It's like Civil War, basically, for DC, but really good stuff. It's like an R-rated animated movie, though. I, the animation looks pretty bad, though, I must say. So I don't know if I'm even going to check it out. But, eh, but Like, um, what if? No, I, I like the animation style in what if. Like, it grew on me. It's just that their mouths don't match to what they're saying. Yeah, this is this has that, like, the mouth not matching up thing, but way worse. And it just looks just cheap, I think. Like... Like network TV animation, yeah. So it's bad, and plus the voice cast doesn't seem that good. So, you know, me being a very accomplished voice actor myself. Well, <laughs> are they people that you know? No, you were literally just saying how you should have a recognizable name. Uh, no, but I mean, like you know, normally they have like Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill involved. That they do like ninety nine percent of the DC yeah. stuff, or at least like there's like a circle of people who are involved in all the DC animated stuff. But uh, it is what it is. I'll never be able to see a, an animated Batman and not want it to be Kevin Conroy. Yeah. That's just I got you. my wiring. <laughs> uh, um, I had Dog the Bounty Hunter. I had Super Mario. Like, you're, you're fucking killing me here. All right. So, um, Marvel, like the film studio, is suing the heirs of many of the creators of a lot of their characters. Yeah. I saw this also. So, um, in case you guys don't know, there is apparently some copyright law where if you use somebody's intellectual, uh, like if someone sells you their intellectual property after an agreed upon period of time, that property will eventually revert back to you, which is fucking bullshit. Because like if I sell you something like right years later, you can't be like, oh, no, I'm just like, I can't be like, no, I'm going to take this back. <laughs> like they paid millions of dollars for it. Like it's theirs. But anyway, um. The rights are about to expire on characters like Doctor Strange, Thor, Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. So they're suing the estates of like uh, Stan Lee and um, yeah. D- Ditko and a bunch of other people um, preemptively, I think. It's just to kind of like be like, hey, like, you know, we're not letting these things go because um, things have changed quite a bit in the past 70 years since Spider-Man came out. Or uh, just, <laughs> just a little bit. Just so, a little. Um, but yeah, I thought that was very interesting because like what else are they supposed to do? Because like the uh, if they don't, then when the rights rever- are like at least up to reverting the Stanley's fucking great grandson, whoever his heir is at this point <laughs> could be like, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Spider-Man back and I'm going to sell him over to DC or Warner Brothers so we could have like Batman and Spider-Man in the same movie. Yeah. So like, I was you. under the impression it was Marvel Disney was suing Marvel. Marvel. Comics? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. No, they're suing the original creators who sold off those characters. So, and Marvel's, um, like Marvel Disney, their argument, which holds water, and I think will, um, the people created those characters on a work for hire basis. So, like, they were paid to create Spider Man. Yeah. They were paid to create Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's not entirely theirs to claim ownership over because it was under the umbrella of a company that they were paid to create it for. Yeah. So. I don't think it holds water. And these people aren't exactly campaigning to take the characters back either. Marvel's just cu- covering their ass because it's a multi-billion dollar franchise yeah, at this point. So. because they can. Yeah. yeah. 
So, um, yeah, that's ongoing. We'll see what happens with that. I mean, uh, probably nothing's going to happen. But if the, there's a slight chance that something does happen, it could get very interesting. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and uh, that's... Uh, uh, I do have one last thing. Um, if you're from the the tri-state area. Um, in Philly, there's the... Uh, what's the name of the prison? What the fuck is it called? Eastern State Penitentiary. Eastern State Penitentiary in, uh, in Philly. They've done uh, this thing called Terror Behind the... It's, it's a haunted penitentiary that they've done walkthroughs for for years. Um, but they have like an attraction section of it called Terror Behind the Walls. And you like, walk through the group of your friends and there's spooky shit. And, uh, um, so yeah, they have like this, these attractions and it's like... I don't know. It's fun, I guess. But um, they've been doing it for years. I didn't get the exact number, but it's been a long time they've been doing the walkthrough yeah. things. Um, it is no more. Are they not doing it this year? Or they're they just... just said in general. The oh. thing that I read. I didn't look into it forever. after you you showed me, but um, I want to go there during the day. So like yeah, an actual, so that's what I wanted to do. Just go through like a regular ass prison. I've been saying that for literally years. But I wanted to do it at night. You can't. I know, but that's what I thought we were going to do when we went there. I didn't realize it was like made out to be like a horror movie. Oh my God. It was still fun, but that's... There's literally commercials for it on TV. I don't pay attention to that shit. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. But it was like a long drive. And it was also like 10 years ago. Over an hour. It's not that bad. Drive three hours a day. (laughs) Well, you are a psychopath, so... Uh, Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, That's everything I had for news. All right. That's all I had for news, too. So we're just going to talk about the Haunted Mansion of 2003. Oh, my God. No. Uh, we're going to talk about Midnight Mass. Yeah, well, let's talk about the Haunted Mansion first. Why? Because. <sighs> so yesterday I convinced Shane to watch it. and um, I didn't really pay attention the whole time. It's not as good as I recall. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's not the worst movie ever. It was cute. I would say medium slapping. Um, it, it was an hour and a half. It's a chi- children's movie. I don't care. I'm going to say for nine. All right. <laughs> Whatever. There's plenty of good children. Up is a children's movie. Toy Story is a children's yeah, movie. The, never... Lions, the Lion King is a children's movie. It's not an excuse to make a piece of shit movie. However, Jennifer Tilly, amazing. Madam Leota. Amazing. <laughs> it was fun. This is like the beginning of Eddie Murphy's downfall, though. It's also like my second favorite ride at Disney, so I had a little I have a little like attachment to it, I feel. You feel? I feel. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so yeah, we just watched the first episode of Midnight Mass. I I, I kind of just say Mike Flanagan like everything he does, like I just love everything that he makes. Yeah. So Netflix posted a couple weeks ago and was like the um when we say that this is Mike Flanagan's dream child or whatever like we weren't kidding and there's a shot from that movie hush is that what it's called yeah um the book that she's carrying is midnight mass oh really and in gerald's game it's on the um like the headrest of the bed also oh wow yeah cool that's love child game that's what i was thinking yeah gerald's game is fantastic Gerald's game was good. So yes, it was, was Hush, actually. And then Hill House and Bly Manor. I, I really want to watch uh, rewatch Bly I Manor. I know. I was just thinking that earlier. When we started to watch Midnight Mass, I was like, I'm going to rewatch Hill House well, we, and we, Bly we, Manor. Yeah. We only watched Bly Manor once, but we watched Hill House like three times. They just are so sad at the end. Like, I just... Well, Bly Manor kind of had like a bit of a, an optimistic... Oh, yeah. It was sweet. Yeah. That's why I was crying. <laughs> I, think I remember um I'll I'll never not call him Elliot. I know he has a name. I don't know what his name is, but the actor plays the dad in Bly Manor, his British accent is just like too much. It's just like I, I don't know, just I don't know the different dialects across the pond there, but it's really just sounds like it's fake. Like it's Bly Manor. Oh, and British. Oh, like it was very British. like like squirrely almost. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. <laughs> Focus. I'm focused. Hocus pocus. 
Nobody, um, I can't focus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so yeah, we um, literally right before we started recording this, we watched the very first episode of Midnight Mass. It's good so far. It's intriguing. Uh, intriguing. There you go. Mm. We clearly feel the same way about yes. it. It's kind of like in the same way that Hill House and Bly Manor, like you kind of are guessing from like the very beginning, like you're like a lot of things are happening. Yeah. So you're kind of like, what's going on? Um, well, at least um, with Hill House, it got right out the gate quick with like the horror element. Yeah. Um, not that there isn't some creepy stuff in this episode, but um, in Bly Manor, it was a very, very slow burn to build up to it. Yes. It I'm not, I don't definitely was slower. I don't know if we're necessarily in for that, but like you, like you there's said, there's only seven episodes of this. Right? There's, but you can already tell there's a lot of stuff. Going, and I th- yeah, it's, it's being built as a limited series. So it's either like six or seven episodes. Yeah. But, um, well, I mean, this isn't like connected to those. No, things. no, no, it no. It just has a lot of the same actors in it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, oh, and I forget her name, uh, his wife, he puts her in everything. Oh my God. Um, I love her. Yeah. Same. Hold on. <laughs> Um, she was leading hush. Uh, shit! I know. I'm looking it up. I know. I'm trying to guess before you find it. Um, oh Kate God. Siegel. Kate Siegel. Yes. Yeah, she's in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, overall, uh, pretty intriguing. I don't exactly know. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but um, there is a lot going on. Yeah. Um, the couple parts in it that were meant to be scary were creepy. Yeah, not like jump scary. Like creepy. Like there's one thing in particular that it's like a recurring thing almost throughout the episode that um is particularly like not just creepy but like it's just really well done. I thought. But, yeah. Um, and we were watching it with the lights on. I feel like if I shut the lights off, I would have been like actually creeped out by that. Yeah, because like the effect is really Same. cool and it's it's just very well thought out and well executed scare that. I don't remember ever seeing anything like it. Um, that's that's one thing like those shows have done, like Hill House and Bly Manor and this and everything else is done. He's like, like what Malignant claimed to be doing, like it takes the horror genre and kind of does like new and innovative things yeah, with it. This like, has been. It's like the bent neck lady. That was a fucking awesome twist and something new and oh. fresh. So you know, give me more. Give me more Mike Flanagan. Yes. All, all of it. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say all of it and all of him together. And I said all of him. All of him. <laughs> all of him. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you all of him. I like it so far. And I'm off tomorrow. It's going to be a struggle for me not to want to watch it. Anything else you got to say about it right now? Uh, No. Episode one. I'll give it a slapping. For sure. Slapping. Yeah. Um, De- Definitely cool. There's a 100% chance that we'll be done by next week's episode. I'm done with the whole show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> Especially if it's only like six or seven episodes. Yeah, I'm just fucking banging that out. We gotta do that, though, and we gotta... um. Yeah, it's, I think it's seven. We gotta do that, and we gotta fucking do Lucifer. I know. I'm I dodging heard. spoilers left and right. I can't I can't do it for much longer. You you gotta stop. I don't stop. They just they find me. <laughs> the spoilers find me. I'm the I spoiler magnet. I somehow managed to avoid them, so... I've avoided them, too. I literally just got done saying I'm avoiding them. But not for long. <laughs> but not for long. They're coming for me. All right. Um. What are you doing? Um. I'm looking at my saved things because I thought I saved something. Oh. Wait. <laughs> This is a legitimate thing. Blue's a girl? Yes. What? <laughs> this is a joke. No, what? Since when? Blue from Blue's Yeah. Blues, since forever. No shit. I always thought it was a boy. No. What? <laughs> yes. She's a girl. Uh, Nick Jr. posted today that's a legit fucking world is turned upside down that's right now. a legit thing that you just watched a few seconds of um they did a all three hosts of blue's clues along with blue herself uh did a little cover of blue by eiffel 65 
That's the name of the band that sings that. Yes. All right, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real right now, and I'm dead serious. I always thought it was Blue Man Group. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could see where you, you would see get where that I'm from, coming from, right? And that's like for sure a one hit wonder. Eiffel 65. Oh, but so my, my life is just fucking turned upside down now. So Blue's a girl and Blue Man Group doesn't sing I'm Blue. No. What the fuck is going on? And it's not called I'm Blue. It's What's it called? called? Blue. Oh, okay. I can, I can accept that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that big of a stretch, but uh, fuck. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a CD that I own. What is life? For some reason. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, now that I'm... Um, now that I'm just lost. <laughs> Time for some BSGS. Keep it short today. You said it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Um, I'll go BS first. Okay. My allergies are awful this week. <laughs> I I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like so, yesterday it was beautiful outside. And then today it was like humid again. Not today. I thought it was better than yesterday. Today yesterday you had beautiful. a sweatshirt on. Today I had my um. Today I had my, I had my uh, I had my Bali uh, Callaway on today. My blue Callaway yeah, thing. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but nobody else knows what that means. Well, it's a pullover, a long, sl- a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, I had I had my <laughs> my yellow button down under it for work. And I, it was fun. It, it was nice. like 75 degrees today. It was like a cool 75 though. No, that low humidity. Exist. Yes, it does. 75 is hot. No, it's not. Yes, it is. For us, for the regular skin pigmentation, yes, it is. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> it was hot. And my You were you were inside all day. It doesn't matter. My allergies are really bad. Yeah, mine too. I'm that Yesterday, yeah, exactly. I'm all stuffy. Yesterday we were outside like all day long. I sound like so, Craig from South Park, like Huh? You guys never talked to me. And now that my grandma gave me a hundred dollars, you want to hang out and be my friend. Craig, don't be a dick. Okay, I'll go get the money. <laughs> Let's dance. I could probably. How do you do that? How did Let's. I can't do a butters. <laughs> Let's dance. <laughs> I love butters. Butters is the best. Wait, not, so. uh, not the best. I never thought about this. Who was my favorite South Park character? Randy. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, it's Randy. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> never mind. Um. So yeah. Call BS on my allergies this week. Okay. That's oh, that's it? Okay. Yep. Um, mine, nothing fun. So for my, I, I don't know if I've ever explained on here, but for my job, I'm, I sell beer. Like I go into bars and yeah. restaurants and liquor stores and everything. And I, you know, I try to sell them new shit and order them what they need from the, what they regularly carry, uh, regularly carry. And, um, one of my accounts, uh, this past Friday, just like unexpectedly had to close their doors. Um, I got some more details on it today. I'm not going to, you know, it's their business. Not going to air out that laundry, but um, they basically, it's in a mall and they basically just came to work one day and the mall had changed the locks on the doors and said, you have till this day to get the fuck out. Apparently like they had been behind on their rent and this is a place that is part of a chain of other places and was struggling because they couldn't find people to work and had to keep pushing back their opening hours till like three o'clock and was running on a skeleton crew and you know i was talking to my my person there she'd been there since they opened like 15 years ago and my person (laughs) she'd been there for the entire 15 years that they were open or whatever and um you know she's just like heartbroken about it so it's um it sucks it's it's tough like i had to go in there and like count all my stuff that has to get picked up and yeah, you know, not, not 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 to get on that whole thing, but you know, if um, if you're able-bodied and like you know, you have no reason not to be, you know, maybe think about getting out and going back to fucking work, <laughs> like for real. Like I mean, yeah, some people there's extenuating circumstances, and if if you're like at risk health wise or whatever, if you have something keeping you from working, that's different. But if you have no reason to not be working, and you're just collecting, do do us all a favor and just maybe. Go back to work. Go back to work, please. So, uh, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I, I call BS, BS on uh, all that this week. Go the fuck back to work. Oh, and the Jets. Fuck the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, moving on to the uh, the GS. Um, 
I have two. One was um so yesterday. It was only supposed to be like a short thing, but it ended up being like an entire day thing, which I was okay with. Um we went out for your little sister's sixteenth birthday. Uh-huh. Um we rode go karts together for the first time in forever. Fucking smoked your ass. Yeah. By the way. That was <laughs> Go-karts could have been on my GS or my BS, but it was on my list also. <laughs> so like an even was a little bit scary. So like regular car, small car, you just uh, driving's not your uh no. not your thing. I don't like to drive. Those things are fine. I, I do I'm, it. I mean, I they, they've been fun. I, I've never driven an electric go-kart before. It, they were fun, but they like drifted a little. Yeah, it was fun. And I was like, tearing. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. I'm like, I was tearing around all the curves. Like it was so much fun. <laughs> It was a little scary. No, it was fun. And then, it like, I, I had, I started, I was in the first place. I came spot. in last place. I was in first place from the get go. <laughs> we're with a bunch of like 15, 16 year old kids. I would yeah. destroy every single one of them. It, w- it was like Billy Madison on the dodgeball court. I would just eliminate every single one of them. But no, I, but you what, back what I do, I pulled me. over and waited for you. And I still ended up lapping you like twice. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, it was a good time. It was fun. That no, no, was fun. And, um, my, um, I drank a cider. I'm a, I call, I really for real allergies. My BS this week. Yeah. I'm allergic to ciders. Except that one though. No. Oh, you had a reaction to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. But it tasted so good. <laughs> Nineteen eleven cider like, donut. Really stuffy and hot, and I break out in hives. I just kind of ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that time I went to uh, hibachi with with Dave and. I ate the shrimp. I call you. I'm like, baby, I think I gotta go to the hospital. He's like, uh, I'm definitely still allergic to shellfish. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> Only one way to find out. <laughs> no, um, but that and rose. I never have like a rose. Yeah. Well, the break the, out in hives. The apples. But I just love it. <laughs> I only ate part of the shell. Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My last thing. Um, is that Eddie Murphy too? Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time. That first one was funny. The uh, the guinea pig, yeah. Chris Rock did the guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, R. Kelly was found guilty on all counts today. Good. Yeah, that's why that's under my GS. So Good. <laughs> fuck that fucking guy. <laughs> Rot for the rest of your life. Never really want to wish things like that on other people, but in this case, yeah fucking <laughs> rotten jail so like oh i think i'm i think i screenshotted like exactly what all the counts were hold on okay um r kelly has been found guilty on charges including sexual exploitation of a child bribery kidnapping racketeering and sex trafficking involving six victims r kelly faces a possible sentence of 10 years to life in prison so i take issue with that last part because that's kind of a big spread <laughs> 10 years you to could life. be either in here for 10 yeah. years or Ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, he was found guilty of everything, though, so I'm going to lean towards him probably just being locked up for the rest of his life. But, like, if you've never but seen... But also, he's got a lot of money, so probably not. anymore, not. he doesn't. No. Well... No, he's got, like, fucking nothing. <laughs> I don't know. But if you people listening to this haven't watched Surviving R. Kelly, the documentary on Hulu? I haven't seen it. Oh shit! That's right. I watched it alone. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah, we gotta watch. I watched. Just, I had yeah. the I had the flu or something, and I like woke up and I heard half of an episode, and I came out and I was like, "What are you watching?" And you're like, "Uh, <laughs> like you were embarrassed to be watching it or something." Well, no, because I knew you'd be pissed. That I watched it without you, but like, for real, like it's it's good in the way like it's like mind-blowing like how yeah. this stuff actually was allowed to happen Hulu anymore uh, yeah, I gotta f- so it might be on netflix now okay i don't know no it's definitely worth revisiting but it's it's a tough watch at times but still like yeah. you know, it, it definitely helps to know exactly like what he did to these people yeah i and, know like, like the the general like what he was just able to get away with being a celebrity is just yeah. fucking mind-boggling Isn't the one girl like he had her in the room and her parents were the like came to the hotel or something. Uh, yeah, he, he had this one girl. Like, like, he made slaves out of multiple women, like just full blown slaves. But like, had one girl in particular, like, basically just cha- like change her whole gender without actually having like a fucking like surgery. Like, made her like cut her hair to look like a boy and dress like a boy and everything. Hide from. Oh, and this God. girl was like fifteen, sixteen years old. 
and like cut her off from her entire family and everything. It's, it's really fucked up. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know that. And then he had the nerve to go on that fucking whatever TV interview he did. Was like, fired from my fucking life? Like fuck you. <laughs> so I had the um, our day yesterday also on my list. I'm also gonna say I call GS. That's not how we say it, is it? No. <laughs> My GS is uh, I went to go see Bowling for Soup on Friday. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. We <laughs> went with Jessica and Rachel, and it was like uh, the kindest crowd I've ever. Been. They would have a really nice audience, like, like polite. Everybody was just nice. Like we, I went to go to the bathroom at one point, and it was literally like the sea parting, like. Tell me when you've ever gone to a concert and had to go to the bathroom or, like, get out and people move out of your way. They just seemed like they'd be really nice people. Like, they just, like, parted. And then when I came back, they did the same thing. What? When I came back, they did the same thing. Like, just, and just let us go, let me go right back in the spot where I was, right next to the stage. Like, which, that was cool. That we It was at um, Anchor Rock Club in Atlantic City. It's like a newer venue, but I think because of COVID, like there really hadn't been that much that happened there since they opened. Hmm. Yeah, I I read a whole lot about it. It's very small. So it was really cool because it was like intimate. That's good. There's a couple, (laughs) like there's that place and a place called uh, Bore or whatever in AC that's kind of like the same vibe. B O U R E E, I think. But um, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, go on. It was really cool. And we met Rob, the bassist, after. We took a selfie. Um, but the, the, I was I was told several times, because they came to see my band after they got done with that, um, they didn't get to meet the lead singer. I was told that numerous times. So I just wanted to tell you guys. <laughs> they didn't get to meet the lead singer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jessica, do you hear me? She, she didn't get to meet the lead singer. <laughs> Jessica! <laughs> We would have been waiting outside for a whole other hour. (laughs) Shoot, that was just funny. (laughs) But, yeah, so that happened. Um, So then this week we're going to see Tommy Emanuel on Thursday. Yeah. And then next week I'm going to see the Jonas Brothers. Bye-bye. On Tuesday. And then on Sunday we're going to see Slipknot. (laughs) So if those four people... Do not show you the, um, well, I don't really listen to Slipknot or Killswitch unless it's with you, but still like the, the variety of the music. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty diverse. (laughs) It's just, just a little, a punk pop band, a classical guitar player, (laughs) the Jonas Brothers. (laughs) And Slipknot and Kill Switch Engage. Just uh, just a little (laughs) different. Well, let me uh, let me see who else is on that. I think um. Oh yeah, the two. So I think uh, I think Code Orange is on that too. I don't know if you listen to them. The two bands that open. Fever three 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 and Code Orange. I'm speaking. I'm just I pulled up (laughs) the fucking poster. The two bands that opened uh for Bowling for Soup were really good too. Don't panic. And goalkeeper they were good they were fun the one guy had a free uh, a Britney Spears shirt on I was gonna say a free Britney shirt but that's not what it was oh so a cool thing that happened what when we were standing like waiting for the bands to go on because we got there a little early um it was there was just like music playing through the speakers, and it happened with a couple songs, but most notably, um, the Black Parade. Uh, you showed me the video of this. By yeah. uh, My Chemical Romance came on, and like the entire crowd was singing the chorus to it, and it was very it was just like a wholesome <laughs> moment, and it just reminded me of like, well. This made me think of this other thing. So you were showing me a video 
you guys played at a wedding this weekend. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And you played Blink-182. Uh, All the small things? Yes. Yeah. And it just, like, no matter where you go, when you hear that song or you hear a band play that song, every single person in the crowd or the room sings the work sucks, I know. Part. Yeah. <laughs> every single person, no matter how old they are, like, every single person. And I just thought it was funny. No, like that that crowd in particular, because like we had played at like their parties before. Um, like there was entire sections of songs I didn't even have to sing. Like, I just let them do their thing. Those, <laughs> those are always the best nights, because like especially like I was fucking tired, <laughs> <laughs> so that was, they saved my ass a little bit. But yeah, they gave us a, a, our own cooler of white claws, whatever. It's nice. Got the the VIP treatment. That <laughs> <laughs> we've we've arrived. <laughs> fucking coolers of white claws. Coolers of white claws. That's all I need. Um, at a gig, that's what I meant. Not in like in not in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean in life too. That that's nice. But <laughs> also, my last thing. Well, no, I have two more things. I guess. Um, Jessica. Also, we exchanged. I almost said Christmas gifts. Oh my god, we exchanged birthday gifts, and she got Barnabas a friend. Barnabas is our skeleton. If you didn't know that, it is a um. <sighs> A skeleton cat, and it's. I told her she could name it. We have a skeleton cat. Yeah. Where is it? Why haven't I seen it? Why am I not privy to this? It's in the window of my car right now. <sighs> I gotta bring it in. Thanks, Jessica. But so we. <laughs> Thank so you. we have Kylo, the real cat, and this cat's name is Ren. <laughs> Very cool. She also said um, last week's Bon Jovi joke that you made that you should go to the penitentiary for that. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and I finished a book today. Groundbreaking Please stuff. Please hold. I'm looking it up. Um, it's called The Book of Lost and Found by Lucy Foley. And a couple years ago, I read the... She has a book called The Hunting Party and The Guest List. And one of those I read, it was for like um, like a one-day like thing on the Kindle. It was like free. So I was like, or it was 99 cents or something, and it had just come out. So I was like, oh, let me try this. I've heard, like, heard it's good. I read it in like two hours. Like it was so good. So that, since then I've read all... I guess all her other books, she only has a couple, but she's really good. She's like an easy read, but the stories are like, keep you going. So nice. if you're looking for uh, anything to read, I recommend the author, Lucy Foley. And she has a new book coming out next year, I think, called The Paris Apartment. Cool, 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 yeah, cool. I know you're very Yeah, I'm fucking thrilled, thrilled. by this. <laughs> Can't wait. For the, the Paris apartment. Yeah, me neither. I've been counting down the days. <laughs> I have tally marks edged into my wall above the bed. Just waiting for it to come. Oh my god. <laughs> but, anyway. Um, I think that's it. No trivia? Oh yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I'm the one yeah, who forgot today. This has been our most thrilling episode yet, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just the energy we're exuding. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a number, one to one. Oh, my God. What? One to 147. I thought I closed out of the tab by accident. Two. No. You've done that already. Three. Oh, my God. You've done that already. Four. You've done that already. Five. In which city was Jim Morrison buried? <laughs> Nashville? No. I'll give you a hint. We literally just talked about it. <laughs> Philadelphia? When did we talk about Philadelphia? Terror Behind the Walls. Oh. Uh, no. Is that your final answer? Yes. Paris. Even I knew that. 
Why the fuck would I know that? I feel like it's common knowledge. I don't follow where people are buried after after they're dead. I care more about the life part of it. I was you care where they're <laughs> buried when they're alive? Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a it's a thing. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's the show. That's the show. Best one yet. Best one yet. Shortest one yet. Shortest one yet. Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can reach us. You can follow us on Instagram at the Brittany and Shane Show, or you can email us at bnspod21 at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. Yeah. Um, helps five. us out tremendously. Give us, give us a five, give us a ten star. Five stars, even if you hate us. Yeah, give, yeah, us, yeah, a give, us, a, give, give us, us a five star, star and then just like you. tell me about how much I suck yeah. and how great Brittany is. <laughs> yeah, in exactly. Interviews. Exactly. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Do what I can. Next week, we're going to talk about Midnight Mass. The rest of Midnight Mass. The rest of Midnight Mass. Maybe we'll make some progress. 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 <laughs> now it's. Now it's. <laughs> Maybe we'll make some progress with Lucifer. Uh, we're going to see the Many Saints of Newark. We're going to yes. talk about Tommy Emanuel. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Whatever else show. happens. Wherever the wind takes us. Yes. This week. Wherever the thunder in my wings blows. <laughs> <laughs> the thunder in my wings. <laughs> All right. We're going All to right. bed. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> for, for doing this. That's awful. Yeah, that, that's all. Cue the music. Bye-bye.